The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Today we ask the question, what is the best time to go out for dinner? If you could choose any time, you might be blown away by one, what we think versus what our listeners think. And big news, uh, I am back on the box and a certain aspect of being back on the box stopped me from walking. That's a hell of a tease, isn't it? <laughs> you got to hear this. <laughs> you may not be surprised the show he's on, Confused. but his role on that show may be different. Look in the mirror or look at a photo of yourself because we unpack how well we're ageing. So if you've got wrinkles, apparently it means you've laughed. If you've got scars, it means you've done some living. If you've got grey hair, apparently it's uh, because you cared. But how well can you pick celebrity ages? It's tough. It's a sinking feeling, isn't it, when you make plans and you're really excited about them and then you forget you have something else on or there's a major clash and you just have to deal with it. There's oh, just no way around it. That's the worst, isn't it? So I had this happen. It's actually happening. To, it's happened once and it potentially <laughs> might happen again. And I want to know whether you have ever done this. So we had our flights booked for a getaway at Easter to down to see my family in Taranaki. And the flights were booked on the Thursday. We finished radio on the Thursday morning. We were out of there so we could have Good Friday in New Plymouth. And then my daughter, my Naughty daughter went and got herself a lead role in the oh, National Youth Theatre. Well done, Gigi. Very exciting. She's young Elsa. And because of that, the first lead rehearsal was on that Thursday night. And so the whole family, flights booked and everything. And I thought, oh, no. What are we going to... We can't miss the lead rehearsal. So her and I had to rebook our flights. There were no flights to New Plymouth after the rehearsal, so we had to stay the night in Auckland and then fly on the morning of Good Friday. So not only did we not get down on holiday in time, but we also had to pay a bit of money to change the flights. Now, you'd think that was a one-off, but last night we've, we have booked to go away in October. We're looking, you know, now that the, the um, gates are open, it'll be the first time in, what, three or four years you can go overseas. So we're just going to go across to the Gold Coast. And we have booked it. And then I got an email last night from the dancing teacher telling me when their dancing exams are. Oh, no. And there is a window of five days, three of the days we are in Australia. So if the exams aren't on the last two days... I don't know what we're going to oh do. Gosh. Like, do two of us have to come home for them now? What a disaster. This is the problem with having kids, eh? They get in the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. them and their activities. What a, have you ever had to do that where you've literally locked in a plan? Yes. And had to just change things, and it's so annoying. Yeah, these, these holidays we've just had now during the school holidays, we had a plan we were going to be uh, in Hawke's Bay for Easter, but um, then Max, our eldest little boy, um, he got invited to a birthday party, and there weren't many kids going to the birthday party, and he was so excited, and it was his friend Mason, and I thought, oh, I can't, I can't not go to the birthday party, so those plans changed. I have another example for you, which you're going to think, what is wrong with us as parents? We were in the Mount last week uh, for the school holidays, yeah. And one of these National Youth Theatre rehearsals was on the Sunday in the middle of our holiday. And my husband drove my daughter <sighs> from the Mount to Auckland and back in one day so she could go to the oh, rehearsal. Good. Like, that is dedicated. <laughs> I would have A, not gone, or B, can you not do those things virtually? Can you not do Only if you've got COVID <laughs> symptoms. And we weren't going to fake those. No. Feel good with Tony, Jace and Sam's Coast Breakfast Catch Up. Did you change your plans? Did you wish perhaps you had of? Oh, God. <laughs> And such a, and do you know what? It was probably a little bit of underestimating my daughter. She'd signed up for this National Youth Theatre production and I looked at the rehearsals and they were on the Sundays. I didn't bank on her getting a lead role and so we had to change our flights home at Easter and all her and I did while the rest of the family flew on. Oh, you voted against her, didn't you? Well, no, I didn't. 
I just, I, you know, she exceeded my expectations. Do you know what most people would do, though? They'd just cancel their plans and, and choose one or the other. You still managed to, that's so is Tony Street, to ju- we will just make everything work. <laughs> well, it turned out okay, all right? It just uh, hit about 50 bucks to change the flights. <laughs> Adam, what happened to you? Yeah, so um, in 2012, me and my wife, my now wife, were off on our big OE. Uh, our first uh, place was Buenos Aires, Argentina. Oh, nice. And, um, we uh, we got there after a bit of drama actually getting there even, and we got to the got to the counter. My mum and dad were waiting, you know, very anticipatingly, and um, the lady said, "Sorry, but um, you actually can't go to Argentina. You need a return ticket." So we, then my wife sat there going, "That's our whole plan is from here," freaking out. And so we had a little discussion. Mum and dad went to the travel agents, and we said, "You know what? We'll just jump off at our first stop. Our first stop was Santiago, Chile." And so we changed everything. And so in the end, we didn't say anything. We just got to Santiago. Jumped off, got our bags, and then started again. So, wow. <laughs> oh, so you can't board the plane if you don't have a return ticket. Is that how it yeah, works? Yeah. Well, that was um, just Buenos Aires. That, that was their rule, but um, Santiago didn't have that. So, okay. um, and then when we got off the plane, we didn't know anything about the currency, didn't know anything about the country. <laughs> Amazing. You know, so we, we didn't have any phone back then, like no iPhones then. So we jumped in this taxi, and um, they ended up charging us like $120 to travel about 10, uh, 10 minutes. Oh, I can spot the tourists. (laughs) We got ripped off big time. But um, in the end, it turned out to be amazing. So, yeah. Oh, good on you for just rolling with it and making it into an adventure. Yeah, you're either going to do the trip or you're not. Change of plan, but how good. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. Kiwi slang word being banned in Australia because it's offensive. Let's try and think what it is. Kiwi slang. Oh, like, chur. Oh, okay. C-H-U-R. Sure, bro. That was good, Streety. Thank you. Yeah. The way I said it or the fact no, that the it fact came that into my vernacular? I, I'm trying to just pluck a Kiwi slang word right now and it's not bro. easy. Well, I'll help bro. you. Yeah. Bro is the classic. What's bro, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. A, I would almost say this is an Australian slang word as well. This New South Wales government officials have been told not to use the word mate. 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 Because it's offensive. Well, do you know what's funny is... If you use mate in a matey way, it's not. But if I go, all right, mate. Yeah, true. That sounds very derogatory. Oh, yeah, calm down, mate. Calm down, you mate. Can, you mate. can do that to anywhere, though. Come on, princess. Yeah, true. You know, so I'm pretty sure if they said that, it, they'd get in trouble. You can't ban tone, though, can you? you no, know no, 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 no. So even if it was, what have I said to you? Whatever, friend. Yeah. That's yes. it. pal. <laughs> Calm down, pal. Yeah. Pal is exactly <laughs> the same. Exactly. Yeah. But no, so mate is the way. And so they did this thing, and apparently because it's, it's, um, it's promoting diversity and inclusivity. So you want to include people in inclusion and oh, diversity. Oh, so it's so, a male term, is it? No, well, this is the thing. No, oh, I, I, I don't know. But I find that a, sexist because why can I not be a mate as a female? This is it. Yeah, okay. Then what about <laughs> this What about this phrase then? What do you guys think? If there's two girls there, can you say, what do you guys think? Or is that... Can, can you not do that to women? It's very. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't. Are you offended by the word mate? Can you just say the word mate to me in a sentence, mate. and I'll tell you if I think it's weird. Okay. So Tony, are you offended by the word mate, mate? That's <laughs> <laughs> not a good example. I just think you're a clown now. <laughs> so now I'm offended by that. The word clown should be banned. <laughs> but honestly, cool. If they're, if they're, like I say, people even in New South Wales, like, it's an Australian term, mate. We're not even stopping to say mate, mate. So you can't say g'day, mate, anymore. You can't do it. No, apparently you can't say g'day, mate. They're saying it's part of the workplace oh, behaviour come guidelines. On. Get your hand off it. Not really. That's offensive. <laughs> that is offensive. <laughs> and we've got Aaron joining us now. Morning, mate. Morning. Are you offended by the word mate? 
Nope. Why? Because in, in Australia, they're trying to ban the word mate in certain workplaces. They're saying it's cultural, well, not so much culturally, but it's um, it's it's not inclusive. Is in, it inclusive and it's it's diversive and it's not making a, a good workplace behaviour apparently. A load of rubbish. What have I said to you, Aaron? Oh, come on, mate. Why are you calling us at this hour? Because <laughs> I'm wide awake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I like that you've called us. I'm just trying to put it in a different context. Fair enough. So, I, I'm, I'm with Aaron. I, I just think mate for me is such an endearing term. If someone comes I in, do. I yes. find it, I, I don't think I can think of a more inclusive word. But obvi- obviously, it's, is this just in Parliament or is this the whole country? No, this is just the New South Wales government officials at the moment in their workplace, but this is probably going to go wider because it's a course that they ran in their office that's going to be run in different offices around the place. It's like a, a cultural diversity officer goes around and, and takes you on these courses. Oh, they, are, cultural they are opening officer. up a can of wow. worms. If they ban that, then everyone will say, what about this, what about this, what about totally. this? There's so many words. Maybe the Aussies have just worn it out. Because they do thrash the word mate, don't they? Oh, you they? can have an entire conversation. You walk into a room, mate, mate, mate. <laughs> so mate. true. It's like, Jace, you keep using the word shame, and it was out in the 90s. You've got to stop doing that. Oh, shame. Just, shame. You just keep hammering that word. Shame, yeah. yeah. Do shame. I say shame? Yeah, you do. Do all, I really? All the time. you just got to stop it, okay? <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to get banned around our workplace. I not use the word shame. Oh, shame. Tony Street, Jace Reeves, and Sam Wallace. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. They announced a few weeks ago that Neighbours, the axe has fallen on Neighbours and Ramsey Street will be no more. The houses will be empty and it'll be gone. So Neighbours is coming to an end in August. Is it real street? Uh, well, I think it's a set, set, I think it is. Ramsey it? Street. Ramsey Street. Is yeah, but like, are they real houses? Like, it actually exists in a neighbourhood and it's just used for filming. I think I, it's just a set. I think it's a set. I don't, like, I think, I don't think Shorten Street's in it. I don't Shorten think Ferndale. Street's not a real hospital, <laughs> I, don't like, I, don't I think Ferndale's a real suburb either. But anyway, so Neighbours... <laughs> They have become our good friends over the years and it's all coming to an end. But here's some great news. Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue have gone back and they've filmed some scenes for the final episode. Wow. Oh, that's special. Scott and Charlene are back. That is special to get them both. I reckon. Honestly, I haven't seen it since they were on the show, so it's like they've never <laughs> left. <laughs> You'd be like, how did they get so old? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have to tell you, this is actually a word of warning this morning. Um, and I... I mean, I'm not often on the phone these days. I don't often call people. People don't often call me because it's it's so much easier just to text them, mm. messenger, WhatsApp, mm. email. There's too many other things you can just buzz out a message. It's got to be a pretty special conversation to actually talk on mm-hmm. the phone. I'm sure most people have dwindled their phone time, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So you imagine me. I'm, I'm driving and I was driving on my own to the wonderful place that is Mutter Mutter, and I hadn't talked to my friend Laura McGoldrick for a long time, so I thought, this is a great opportunity. I'm going to call her up and we can have a chin wag. Hadn't seen her since your wedding, which actually wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no. uh, but we had lots to debrief. So I rang her and we're having this chat, 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 and then we went into some hills and it cut out. And I went, oh, it's cut out. So obviously instantly, oh, she's calling me again. So it came straight back on. I said, hey, babe, so I was about that. Like, obviously cut out of da-da-da. Went straight into my conversation. Oh, what are you blusing, talking blusing, about? Blusing, blusing, I can't actually remember, but it was girl <laughs> chat. And next thing, a guy on the other end goes, hello, this is Auckland Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and the zoo were calling me to talk about my daughter's birthday party. I don't know what I was more shocked about. More shocked about the fact that 
this guy was on the other end of the line, or more shocks that I had two people wanting to call me at the very same time. Hey, poor buggy. No probably, one calls he anymore. He made his day with the gossip. You're not going to believe the stuff I heard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He was like, all I wanted to talk about was the orangutans. Yeah, like, he's, wow. He's passed it on. It's actually a news story coming out about it next week. <laughs> Catch up and feel good with Tony, Jace, and Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the new host. Well, the new co-host, Rob, uh, is still there Don't as well. lie. You stole a chocolate bar. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, uh, it's, it's all go. And I think, you know, like, the show's had its criticisms, but I think we can all agree that at the moment, if what we need to be doing is shining a light on crime because it's getting away from us. Can and we, before we Officer delve into Wallace that, is there for it. can we just delve into the fact that this is your big TV return? Yeah. yeah. Back on the box. And from weatherman to policeman? <laughs> well, I'm not a policeman. I'm there as the voice of the people. So what does that mean? So what will your job be as co-host of Police 10-7? Well, I'll be, uh, I'll be narrating the show and okay. I'm doing kind of the community spots and different things, different um, crimes from around the country, but leaving Rob to do the serious investigation in those serious stories. So, so you'll be blowing on the pie. I will be blowing <laughs> on the pie, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know my first shot? The first shot that I had to do for the return to television, I had to do a slow motion walk. Oh, uh, the walk and through, talk? Through new, no, it wasn't a walk and talk. It was literally just a walk. Oh, okay. That was my first shot and they had the camera on slow motion. I didn't actually have to walk in slow motion. They put the camera on slow motion <laughs> and I had to walk through New Lynn. But it was from behind. You know, so it was like a it was like a leg walking shot in slow motion. I hope like, you've been doing your squats. And the thing, well, that's it's funny you say that because it's it, it's amazing how a simple skill like walking is much harder when you have a camera following. Like, you. So <laughs> I lost the ability to walk. I was like te- <laughs> tensing the wrong cheek. Does it at, with each step? <laughs> is it like a, you know you know that TV show The Bill? There's yeah. two policemen walking down the street, and all they see there's feet walking down the and street. And you hear clomp, clomp, clomp. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I love? What? And you have to go and see this on the Coast Breakfast Instagram page. And mm. These are Sammy's promo shots. What you've done is yeah. you say you're the man of the people, but you've tried to dress like a policeman, but with I a mean, little um, a little quirky edge. You've dressed in blue. Yeah, I've dressed boy in, in blue. Boys in blue, yeah. And, you, and you're kind of standing like, I am a serious police person. No, well, there's smiley shots. It is very detective. It is. <laughs> and when, when you stand next to Rob, though, you quickly learn where your role is. And, and ladies and gentlemen, I am Robin. You know, Batman and Robin. <laughs> I am Robin. Right, so if you could have been... Police 10-7 has been on our screen for a long, long time. Now, before Rob was hosting it and before Sam Wallace is now going to be one of the hosts, there's a guy called Graham Bell, and he had some of the greatest turns of phrase, remember? Tonight on Police 10-7, we're looking for your help to find a group of murderous thugs. Two young creeps, a half-wit with a gun, a false beard and a turban. A mindless lowlife, two vicious morons, two armed and violent mongrels, three stooges, three desperate and wild-eyed gutless goons, three vicious apes, two fat women and a man with a gun. This scruffy little thug, this little germ, lunatic scumbag with a steak knife. I'll be looking for more help from you later on. <laughs> so good. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. Something that we all have at the show is uh, a disdain for Bluetooth. We really battle with it, don't we? Shreddy, you were having problems with your connection, weren't you? Even yesterday, we were on our way to this netball tournament that I was coaching at, and my husband's phone, it keeps overriding in my own car. I expect his, him to take precedence when he's in his ute, but in my car, how is that possible? I hop in first and his phone dominates me. I just want to double 
double down on it too because I have huge frustrations with Bluetooth. You just expect it to be a little bit smarter. See, this is what's happening. I'm I'm in uh, our lounge. Now our driveway goes up past our lounge and I'll be at, at home. This was happening to me last week when I was negotiating my 10-7 contract, you know, speaking to <laughs> all, the, all the big cheeses. Did and everything you have like your that. detective jacket on? <laughs> yeah, my suit I want, on. I want a police car with lights on it, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was in the lounge and, and I was having this important conversation and Sarah comes home with the kids and it's chaos in the car. You can imagine, like, she's arriving home, the kids are, are about to have lunch, they haven't eaten, they're so hungry, they're all shouting at each other. Anyway, this person on the on the phone called to me, I'm all of a sudden having the, this conversation and then she drives up the driveway and the Bluetooth switches to the inside. <laughs> so they get switched into a, the hellhole of the internal inner workings of the Kia Carnival with yes. three screaming kids. And I'm like, hello? 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 No one's there. And then you connect it back. And then they're like, wow, where was that? I reckon, I reckon Sarah said, what do you want? We'll take whatever. <laughs> Could you pick someone that was born in the 80s, though? Or the 90s? Or the 70s? Yeah, that's hard. We're Chase. having an age discussion this morning. And an honest, frank chat, I think. Uh, let's, let's go through some of... Let's explain your weakness. What's your ageing weakness? I'll put a few out there. Middle-age spread. Yep. Hair. Wrinkles. Yes, yes, yes. So I think ticking all the boxes. What, are you ticking? I don't think you're ticking all the boxes. Yeah, no, I am. Even my hair, but that's from over steroid use. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, well, for, not for games, <laughs> for health. No, I, I reckon yeah, your hair's yeah. fine. I reckon your wrinkles are good too. <laughs> that is so rough. Everyone no, re- hates you now. No, I hope you realise. Wrinkles are really good. Like, I, I really I like. Anything. I, I'm really she comfortable. Did. I'm comfortable with my, my wrinkles on the side. Like my laugh lines. I love those because well, it means Sam's I've laughed a lot. Sam's not confident with his because he gets Botox. No, I don't. I've you had do. Botox. I tried, I tried it once. Don't lie. And I went back a couple times. <laughs> But I have I haven't done it for years. Okay, well, I haven't done Botox for years. Oh, that's funny because it looks like your wrinkles aren't there. Well, no. If I lift my head up, you look really surprised a lot. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> no, no, I no. haven't had it for years. <laughs> no, no, what do you reckon your weaknesses, Jace? Oh, I think um, middle aged spread that got me. Um, no, you fought out of that. I don't know. Um, definitely the, the man boobs they got me. Um, I reckon muscle I got... mass can be an issue as you get older. Oh, age. that's yeah. not nice. I wasn't saying Jace. I'm well, just saying us in, in general. You have been very obvious about the fact that you sometimes say to Jace he does too much cardio and he needs to shift it into the weight zone. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Am I right? <laughs> I'm just trying to get him off the elliptical. <laughs> Wow. So this is about our age, not our general appearance, by the way. Thanks. Thanks self-esteem Sam. issues. So do you reckon you could guess some celebrity ages? For example, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh. Went to high school in Greylin, or primary school in Greylin, and so he is having a birthday today. How okay. old is Dwayne Johnson I today? I reckon he's 43. 47. 50. Is he? Oh, 50 he's today. He's good. good. Someone else having a birthday today. He, what does he do? Wait. <laughs> he's got no hair either. You won't see him on the elliptical, Jace. <laughs> Princess Charlotte. It's her birthday today. How old's Princess Charlotte? Oh. i got to Google her. Don't uh. Google her. Well, I, I went Google her age. What's, <laughs> okay. which, which Princess Charlotte? She's William and Kate's little girl. Oh, the oh, little which, one. Princess Charlotte. Oh. Why, why are we talking about children now? Well, how old is she, though? Seven. She's like... Bang on seven. Yeah. Did you fix the Google? I don't You're think that one quite works. Okay, we're okay. judging seven-year-olds. Okay, well, David Beckham. <laughs> David Beckham's birthday today. How old is David Beckham? hard one. Oh, he would be... 49. No, I reckon he's 50. 47. See, it's Ooh. hard to play, eh? Yeah. See, mm. that's amazing. When I look at him, I think that he should be one that reads really well because he's got a full head of hair. He's very svelte. He's like, so he should, handsome. So why does he read? Why you know do we why? go older? Because he's going to always look that age. He will, eh? Constantly. And he's been around for ages, you know? Like, you just <laughs> feel like he's just always there.
Just always perfect. <laughs> so every record he does, we'll, we'll see, see how well you can... got us to predict Charlotte. <laughs> no, 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 no. Princess before, Charlotte, that's a hard one to do. Before we leave this chat, we need to decide if we're ageing better or worse. So In our age. You look at me, I'm 41... And when you look at me and you think 37, don't you? I reckon you look exactly your age. 41. Yeah, what's uh, wrong with that's that? 41's young. Young. That's 41's no, young. I feel like I'm slightly less. I reckon I haven't quite hit 40s in terms of what you, mean, you look at me. mentality. No, I, I agree. But. <laughs> <laughs> feel good with Tony, Jace and Sam's Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Have you ever looked at someone or maybe found out someone's age and thought, wait, wait a minute. Because it happens, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it happens for many reasons. Sometimes you th- can think someone just is way more mature and have, has achieved so much in their life. You go, whoa, how come you're only that age? You look so much younger. Yeah. Not because they look older, no, just because they're is, the boss. I'm glad you brought that up, Tony, because I think the same about you. You've done so much and well, you're only 37. Well, is this you trying to tell me... I'm 38. Um, is this you trying See, to tell me... See, got that one wrong as well. See what I mean? That I look old. No, you don't look old. You've done so much. You've it's done okay, some living. Reeves. It's okay, Reeves. <laughs> wow. It's funny, though, eh? When you, when you, it, I think the supermarket is the ultimate test. So you bump into an old friend that you went to school with at the, in the supermarket you're like, they're either, you're like, oh gosh, you, maybe you should look after yourself or, oh, what are they? I never think what are, that. Oh, what are they doing? They look magnificent. <laughs> no. It's just a two-edged sword. Tracy, hello. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, really good, thank you. Now, we, now we've met you and, you know, you've seen us, so yep. do we look our ages, do you think? <laughs> Okay, think, next question, right. It's <laughs> a big question. I think Tony looks very well for her age. Very mm-hmm. vibrant. Yes. Thank you, Tracy. Sam, I think he looks a wee bit older than what he should be. Okay, thanks for that. And Jace, you're probably about spot on. Okay, all right. Well, okay, we'll take yeah. that. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Tracy. She was serious then too. Now we're well, gonna, I certainly I, am. I want to I drill down on that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> what, I love you, Sam. <laughs> thank you. We're going to give you some different celebrities and see if you can guess their ages, okay? Because I, I struggled with some of these, right? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Oh, yep. How old? Uh, 56. I would say 53. 54. Tom Cruise turns 60 in July. Oh, wow. well done, Tom. Oh, See wow. what I mean? It's hard to do. Okay. Samuel L. Jackson. Ooh, I had no idea. I was, I was blown away. Samuel L. Jackson. He's I'd in Pulp Fiction. 56. Okay. Tracy, you want to have a stab? Okay, I'll go 58. Nah, he's older than that. 60, 64. Samuel L. Jackson is 73 years old. Oh, oh Samuel. He's in his 70s. Samuel. I know. Okay, let's go some local ones then, shall we? Simon Dallow. Tracy, how old do you reckon our mate Simon is? Simon, oh, 48. I reckon Simon's early 50s. I'd say 52. Nah, I reckon he's a bit older, eh? I reckon he's 54. He's 57. Oh. Is he? Well yeah. done, Simon. Maybe it's the height. He's a nice, tall man. Maybe. And he's svelte. Okay. He stopped, he stopped dyeing his hair as well. Yeah. I, 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 reckon, I reckon that helped him. So do I. He looks great. He looks fantastic. Yep. Okay, quickly, one more. Hilary Berry. Hilary Berry. She looks lovely. She does. She's she's ageing gracefully. I'd, I'd say she's uh, she early 50s. 52. <laughs> Oh, Tony Street. Yes. Well yeah. done. But she looks great for her yeah, age. I don't think ageing gracefully is a, is a nice term, is it? Yeah, it is. It means you're not having it to, like, take t- medical means. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> Or injections to the forehead. But anyway, um, 
<laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not getting injections <laughs> to my forehead. <laughs> Anymore. Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. What time would you book dinner if you had to just choose? Like, you could go at any time. Yeah. Sam's decided 5pm is his ideal time. The 5pm, that's a wonderful time to go to dinner because that's when the kids need to eat. And the other thing is, you know, have you heard of that thing where you, there's a discount for people that go super oh, early? Yes. First at first five. First at five. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, um, are you, if you go without the kids though, what time would that be? Oh, it wouldn't be much later. Probably six, six, six thirty. <laughs> okay. A lot of the texts coming through on two six nine nine in the last few minutes are ranging between six and eight. Yeah, six, and, six eight. and eight. For dinner. Eight is late. Yeah, eight to me is unacceptable. For me, seven is about bang on. Yeah, I reckon yeah. too. Because. We normally go to bed at 8.30, so therefore you're eating at your bedtime, no good. But We are not normal people. We're not. Um, my best friend came up on the weekend, surrogate Sophie, as I like to call her. Super Sophie. Super surrogate yeah, Sophie. I and uh, she booked dinner. Now, she's a rager. Like, normally she would be booking 5.30, even if kids weren't a factor. Oh, she likes to go early. But we, there was a restaurant she wanted to go to, and the only booking available on Saturday night was 8.30. For dinner. For dinner. It's like, like supper. Hell. That's what that is. How do you survive? I'd be so hungry. <laughs> so we arrived. Well, don't worry. We fixed it. We went and had uh, like hors d'oeuvres first. <laughs> at another place. And this is what happens. So if you book dinner that late, then you just snack and nibble. So we, we did heaps of, you know, entrees, bread and some cheeky fries oh. and cocktails. So by the time we got to dinner at 8.30, we sat down and he said, what would you like for your entree? I was like, are we going back to entrees? <laughs> but there were a few benefits. One, uh, we got, got there meals. and we, <laughs> we got to eat double the food, <laughs> double the alcohol. And we got to this restaurant and in the first time, probably since I had kids, which has been nearly 10 years, I looked around the restaurant and went, this is buzzing. This is not the 5 p.m. sitting. People are alive. It was amazing. <laughs> People have lives. <laughs> kids running around the table. <laughs> Get your day started with Coast's Feel Good Breakfast. Tony Street, Jason Reeves and Sam Wallace. Six till nine weekdays on iHeartRadio and all across New Zealand. Find your frequency at coastonline.co.nz.